Hey, welcome back. It's Christy, and this is Playlist Profiles, the podcast that explores inspiring people and big ideas through the music that touches our lives. I hope you liked that new intro music. I made it! Isn't that fun? Uh, It's not perfect. I kind of wanted it to be super cartoony, super different. Um, I hope you like it. I'm getting back into making music, playing piano, singing, so I hope to bring a little bit of that flavor to this podcast. But yes, I'm happy to be back. Of course, I did put out a very short episode a few weeks ago. I was playing with sound and storytelling, and I hope to have more episodes like that in the future. So I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for tuning in again after a year. Oops. Uh, Throughout the past year, I have turned 25, which is unbelievable. I thought I would have a quarter-life crisis Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Maybe it came early because of the pandemic. Maybe it will come late. Who knows? But yes, I turned 25 back at the end of September. I'm a Libra, so if you're a Libra, shout out. I love you. (laughs) Just kidding, I love all of you. But yeah, it just made me think about a lot of things. It put into perspective how time just passes us by. But also, I thought when I was younger, when I would hit 25, I would feel so old and like I have my life together. And I have refreshingly thought that I I still feel really young Um, and I feel mature. I feel like I've learned a lot of things, but I also am realizing that 25 is still a very young age and I still have space and room to grow and make mistakes and find out more of who I am and I have been really liking it. I feel good. I just figured out how to actually take care of my curly slash wavy hair so like that's a huge step Um, but I have had a few other things that have really transformed my life and have helped make 25 a little bit of an easier transition so I hope you can learn a few things And of course, we'll get into the music that really helped me over the past year. So don't worry, we'll get into it. So first, I was really struggling to get my body moving. I am someone who loves mornings. I'm also someone who needs to get out of the house and physically get my stress out. And it's been hard to find things that do that for me. I grew up dancing a few times a week. I played field hockey pretty regularly. I was uh, a varsity field hockey player, so, and I would argue, I would argue that field hockey is one of the most violent sports. <laughs> um, well, at the time it was, like, I feel like rules got a lot more strict once I moved up in grades, but for a while there, I don't know, we were able to do some stuff. So, needless to say, I was able to get my energy out, my anger out in different ways as a kid. And as an adult, it's been hard to kind of find that. Of course, I've tried taking dancing classes over Zoom. I was doing bar in person before the pandemic. I still do bar now, uh, but I do it online. 
And I go on walks, which have been really great for my mental health. And obviously, physically, walks are amazing for you. They're really, uh, they're really challenging and good for your body, but also a little less vigorous and hard on your body than, say, running would be. So I've been doing that a lot. But recently, I have been getting into shadow boxing, and it has completely transformed my life. I did the two-week program with the Peloton app. I highly suggest the Peloton app. Um, if you haven't gotten it yet, it's about $12, $13 a month. And I feel like there are endless classes and a lot of them you can do at home with no equipment. So if you're scared about getting into working out again and um, are kind of scared of communities that make you feel bad if you are not in shape... I feel like I thought about that about Peloton before I got it, but they do have a lot of great programs that help you actually learn about how to properly do activities like yoga, boxing. So anyway, I did the two-week boxing program, and from the first day I did it, obviously when I was throwing punches, they were so weak. I was like a noodle, and then by the end of the second week, I felt like a badass, so and you get your anger out, you get a great workout in, you listen to good music, you feel strong, you feel amazing. And that is my new favorite workout. I will be doing it all the time. And maybe one day I'll get into a place where I can do it in person with someone and actually, uh, not like actually box, but, uh, you know, maybe throw a few punches at a bag or something. So I've been loving that. The other thing I've done that has completely transformed my life and has really made me feel very adult, very much 25-year-old, is I started utilizing a personal habit tracker. Um, I've been afraid of this. If you out there experience depression, anxiety, tracking habits can be very stress-inducing, um, especially when it's public. So... I don't have a Goodreads account. I mean, I do. Like, you can probably still look me up, but I don't use it anymore because I feel stressed with people knowing how much I'm reading, what books I'm reading, and judging me and comparing myself to other people. I really try to stay off of stuff like that. I do have the app Strava to really track my workouts and see how intense I'm doing. And, of course, you can see other people's workouts. And, you know, it's cool to see what people are doing, but I don't really compare myself to other people because... Fitness is something that is very personal to people. So anyway, I try to not track stuff a lot. And this is a tracker just for me. And it's just, it's very easy to fall into bad habits when you're going through a really bad episode of anxiety or depression where you're not cleaning your room, you're not doing laundry, you're not making your bed. Um, and since I work from home, my space is it. My room is it. If it's messy, I'm stressed. And part of why this was hard for me was I didn't want to spend my two days of not working cleaning my crap up. I wanted to relax. So the small changes I made were that I have a habit tracker where I track, you know, did I make my bed that day? Did I take my daily vitamins? Did I reach out to a friend? Did I you know, I have a tracker where I clean my bathroom on Wednesdays and I clean my room on Thursday nights and I set a timer for 20 minutes and clean as much as I can. I pop in a podcast or an audiobook, music, whatever. And it honestly makes chores more fun and palatable. And it makes it, makes it so that I'm not just saving all of my chores for the 
two days I have off um, and I can actually enjoy my weekends and enjoy my time and not just use that cleaning up my life that I had ruined during the work week. So that has really saved me. Uh, I've, I highly suggest it. I use the app and I'll link it. It's just called Habit and it's pink with a circle and a check mark. And again, I have very simple habits that I'm tracking and it's stuff that honestly just really helps me with my mental health. And it's small things that seem very easy for humans to do, but sometimes for us, especially if you experience and live with a mental illness, uh, those little things really add up and help you. So that's what I've been liking. One of the other big things is that I have completely transitioned how I find value in myself. So I find value in what I just said, my workouts, my habits that I'm tracking. And again, they're small, like making my bed and doing stuff like that. But I feel like at the age of 25, it's really easy to be to be defined by my career accomplishments, my body, how I look. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I've really made that transition. I went through a pretty hard period with my relationship with work last year. I was working like nearly 80 hours a week. Um, and with the pandemic, it was like I was working that many hours and then I had no social life. I had no place to really relax and get and get refueled for the next work week which is you know obviously unhealthy that we have to do that anyway but that's for another conversation but I was so worried and focused on this rat race of climbing up the ranks and winning things I'm surrounded by very high achieving people and they're amazing and I root for them but that's not how I want to live my life anymore yes I want to contribute to to positively to society. I want to focus on that. I want to focus on making people feel good, making myself feel good. I want to define myself by my relationships and how often I am able to see or call friends. Success to me now is prioritizing my friends and family. And that's very privileged because I work from home and I in turn have more flexibility. But I, I honestly, it has taken me six months after a job change to really find myself again. And I just, I don't want to go back there. And I, I just, I can't put value in, in my job, my title, my accomplishments anymore. And I know that's really hard, but I really hope that you can kind of join me in that journal, in that journal, in that journey and think about the things that you value and and make your goal surrounding that. I I just really my friends and my family and my loved ones just mean so much to me and I, I'm in a place right now where I can balance that and and I want to do that and I want to focus on that. And of course, the last thing that I really learned this past year as I've turned 25 I value my hobbies, all right? And it may not look like that because you listening, you're like, you haven't posted a podcast in a year. Okay, I get it. Um, I was going through some stuff, but I love cooking. I love taking time to make delicious recipes and putting love into recipes. I've started to play piano and sing a little more, and I'm done with putting pressure on my hobbies and making them quote unquote side hustles 
not everything has to be monetized or shared with the world, as I say <laughs> on my podcast. But I I want to create new jingles that aren't perfect and are probably silly and you're probably judging me. You'll probably judge me for a future cover that I'm going to post. I haven't posted covers in years and it used to be so fun and they weren't that good but I had fun doing it and I made relationships with people through that I've made relationships through this podcast I just met up with uh someone I've met through this podcast Maya I actually had her on on this podcast a few uh, over a year ago now but we just met up two days ago and we just met each other through podcasting putting time into my hobbies makes my relationship stronger it makes my life more valuable to me. It makes it more fulfilling. And I want to spend my time doing that. And if that means that I don't get promoted quickly or I I don't know, I just, it is what I value. And I know, again, that it's privileged to not want to make this a side hustle and not have to make my hobbies a side hustle and that I have time to actually have hobbies. But in this capitalist society, we're always pressured to be entrepreneurs. We're always pressured to be finding that next big idea. And I don't care about that anymore. I just want to put happiness and positivity into the world and make a conversation and open conversation with people. And that might not appear on my resume, but that's okay. All right? Like, it's fine. So, I've grown a lot over this past year, but it's all in things that honestly I don't think are valued in this society, and I'm okay with that. I get judged like every day for having a podcast. I get judged every day for everything I do, and I just don't care anymore, Um, and it makes me happy, and that's all that matters. But, of course, this podcast looks at life. It looks at conversations. It looks at other people as we interview them. It looks at other people as we discover their music. And so to reintroduce the format of this podcast, there will be some episodes like this where I talk about a topic and share some songs that go along with the topic. Other episodes will be deep dives into my favorite music artists and others will be interviews with guests. And I hope to have you know, as they come up, as they make sense, episodes like my last one where I'm working with sound and working with storytelling to really start a conversation or kind of explain what I've been going through in life over the past however many days, weeks, months, whatever I I think of, I will put that out too. But I have been talking for 15 minutes and (laughs) I wanted to share the 10 songs that got me through the last year. Not all of them, and honestly, not many of them came out in 2021, but they were there for me during a tough time and just made me dance, made me think, and made me fall in love with music again. So let's get into it. All right, so the first song that I love is Fit by Dua Saleh. They are an amazing artist. I discovered them in 2020, and they actually appeared in the latest season of Sex Education. So I love this song. I'm not going to go too deep into them right now because we are 100% 
having a full episode about them. So cue fit. Okay, this next song just reminds me of the type of music I listened to as a kid. I was a huge Avril fan and um, obviously a fan of all of the Disney stars. And I think at the time, they were very pop punk, pop rock, as opposed to very like sugar uh, pop sounding that I think Disney now kind of has. And this artist, Olivia Rodrigo, completely took 2021 by storm. And this song specifically takes me back. And this is Jealousy, Jealousy. And I just love the message. It's something that I would have loved to hear as a kid. And even as a 25-year-old, it's it's an important message to keep in mind. So I love this song. Another artist that I completely fell in love with over the last couple of years this is not a 2021 song, but Calme de Garçon. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. It is French. I love this song by Rina Sawayama, and this is another artist that deserves a full episode. So we'll get into her fully in depth at another time. But here is Calme de Garçon by Rina Sawayama. Another thing that I love is indie music. I love it so much, and I think lately the sound has gotten really interesting, and this band in particular has kind of always been in that realm, And but so many people like them. I tried to get tickets to a show here in D.C., and they're like $800 now, so whoops. But this is You and Me by Alt-J off of their latest record and and it's just great love it our next song is billy bossa nova by billy eilish love this song i think it's beautiful i love Billy's voice in this and I I saw a live performance of it a few weeks ago and it was fantastic and I think it really speaks to how she's maturing and how her how she's using her voice and yeah I just think it's great it was totally on repeat since the song came out and and I just love it I could still listen to it over and over again Okay, you know I had to put her in here, but my next song is Alice by Lady Gaga. Absolutely love it. It's the first song, well, technically the second, but the first, like, main song 
off of Chromatica, which obviously came out in 2020, but this is one of those songs that you just pop on, you're in the shower, you're in a bad mood, and you just need to have a secret dance party with yourself. I hope other people do this. I do this every day. Like, if I if I feel off, I just have a dance party in my room, and I probably upset my neighbors downstairs, but shh. But yeah, this is Alice by Lady Gaga. And I love, <laughs> I love that meme, that, that tweet that someone had online where they were like, when Lady Gaga said, my name isn't Alice, like, I totally felt that because my name also isn't Alice. Like, you know that format? Never mind. Here's the song. I love and it's I there was a very big resurgence of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons songs on TikToks there were so many covers uh one being Beggin obviously by Manuskin I don't know if I'm saying that correctly but the other was this song can't take my eyes off of you there was a cover that's not this version I like the original but this song is great, always gets me pumped up, always gets everyone else in a good mood, and I'm happy to see that Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons in general is kind of living again through these different covers that people are making on TikTok. So, love this song, and I'm, I'm happy that other people are enjoying it in different ways. Another favorite of mine, I have just been really tapping into my Italian heritage. I didn't really know much about it growing up, and lately we've been really trying to get back into practicing different traditions, and I took Italian in high school, and even before that, obviously, everyone loved the Lizzie McGuire movie. And there was a cover of this song in it, and this is called Volare by Dean Martin, and it is just a simple, slow, romantic, beautiful song, and it just always makes me feel like I'm getting hugged by the people I love most, and it just... I don't know. It just makes me feel happy and makes me feel loved. Volare. Oh. Egandare. Oh. So technically I already have this artist on this list, but as the producer and songwriter, Phineas, who is Billie Eilish's brother and writes and produces a lot of her songs, um he came out with an album in 2021, and I was lucky to see him live, and he was incredible, great artist on his own, and I really like the song Happy Now. I think it's really cool. I think a lot of his songs start off slow and then get more upbeat, and I, he just has a lot of different sounds. None of his songs sound the same. He has great ballads. He has great pop records. He has great rock records, and this is just one of my favorites off of his latest album. Supposed to be happy now. There's nothing left for me to laugh about. I was supposed to be happy now. 
All right, to finish it off, I had to do it. I realized, and I think a lot of us, a lot of us had this conversation, is that once you become an adult and have a little bit more time to have hobbies and realize that capitalism kind of drains you of everything and as when we were teenagers and younger we got made fun of for everything and weren't able to really tap into the things that we loved and the things that we enjoyed uh, we visit the, we revisit them as adults and enjoy them with no care in the world and really dance like nobody's watching and one of those songs that I completely revisited this year. Again, one of my shower songs, one of the songs I'm always going to put on if I'm in the car with somebody is Love Bug by the Jonas Brothers. I get in heated debates with people. I will argue to the end of time, this is the best Jonas Brothers song. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. It is Love Bug. It's amazing. Again, I love songs that go from slow, cute to these fast, hard rock songs. I love it. I eat it up. And I always think about their performance at the VNAs. I believe it was 2008. It could have been 2009 where they're outside. They're wearing white. It's amazing. And I love it. And it makes me so happy. That is my last song that really got me through this time, this time of turning 25. Again, had to give some love to my Jersey boys. And that is all I have for today. Wow, this has been 25 minutes. I am so sorry. This is what happens when you get me back on this podcast, but I think we're doing better than some past episodes. Anyway, thank you for coming along on this journey with me. Thank you for listening again, and I hope to talk to you again very soon. Bye.